0: We were having Christmas in July No winter anymore Warm breezes by the shore Long days beneath
1: the summery sky Hey everybody, Merry Christmas, welcome to Sam BAMCAST Extra Oh, ho, 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 oh Indeed uh, This is episode 42 Welcome Uh-huh. I'm Chuck And I'm Harlow And it's Christmas in July It S- sure is Still Man, I am such a fan of Christmas Yeah We got chestnuts roasting on an open fire Uh because it's 100 degrees outside oh yeah right yeah i get it (laughs) uh so we've got uh two fantastic christmas films for you this week we have 1985's santa claus the movie Mm -hmm. and 2015's christmas eve oh look at that it's a 30 year gap Mm -hmm. or something yeah sure great Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so for funsies, let's start with Christmas Eve because it comes before Christmas. Oh, I I see. <laughs> Christmas Eve, twenty fifteen. Santa Claus
0: also does most of his work on Christmas Eve. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that's true. All but right, fuck it. We're doing Christmas Eve first. Okay. <laughs> um. So, uh, real quick, an apology for this. I, in researching movies mm-hmm. to be done for Christmas in July, I. Was aware of this film, but I figured this film was part of the nonsensical holiday day themed big star extravaganza things like New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. Those things, the things oh. that all the big stars are in. And oh, so
0: you st- thought this was going to be a shittier movie?
1: No, I, I, I no, <laughs> but I, I thought it was going to be one of those star studded, you know, shitty movies. Okay, fine. Yes, maybe, but I. I figured that for one two I figured based on the poster art for this that it was going to be about one thing and it turned out it's not so I'm apologizing ahead of time for misjudging this movie okay so uh Christmas Eve is a it's a bottle episode it, yes it totally is McCart's <laughs> stuck in the turbo lift and maybe has to deal with some children. Uh, so this is a film produced by Larry King and his wife, who also appears in the film as some sort of demon creature. Um. What what now? (laughs) Who's Larry King's (laughs) wife? I think she's that nurse that Gary Cole has to interact with. The lady who's had way too much plastic surgery. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is, this is a a shot on cheap looking video kind of thing about a, a group of people, uh, in various places in, I guess, New York City, who, through one of the most ridiculously stupid things I've ever seen, uh, all get trapped in elevators because a van hits a lone junction box in the middle of a field somewhere in New York, and mm-hmm. it cripples the power to, say, half a dozen elevators in town.
0: Yeah, you know, it's pretty much the red barrel of Central Park or it's not Central Park, but whatever park it is, yeah. it's like it's kind of crazy that they would put such a
1: an important thing, an important thing
0: <laughs> right in the middle outside.
1: Yeah, but doesn't cut the power to town, because as we see in every sweeping shot that cuts between the scenes of dialogue, all the power's still on. It just futs with the power of a few elevators no it
0: took out like several blocks i mean there was a scene of like you and all the lights well
1: then yeah. they didn't maintain that throughout the film no, because really. they kept just showing shots of the city bustling and everyone having a good time but sure. so anyway you've got a large cast of characters all stuck in individual uh elevators
0: oh but there, there are multiple people in yeah, some of them so. yes i mean okay, okay.
1: there are the, the, the thing I was apologizing for is this poster took all of the name stars of this movie and put them in one elevator. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, OK, all these people are going to get stuck in an elevator. That's not what happens. They're I, all... I didn't
0: even know it was about getting stuck in an elevator. OK,
1: I just that's as much as I, I just
0: press play. OK, I, I don't read.
1: Fair enough. I, <laughs> I have to research these things. And OK, so I had an idea in my head. But sure. uh, yeah, so you've just you've got a, a mismatched group of people in various elevators across town mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Uh, the, the guy who crashed into the junction box is trapped in his van because his van is the conduit that is k- keeping the electricity flowing, and no one can touch the van because they will die.
0: Yeah, except him somehow. I don't know why.
1: He's, he's, uh, he's insulated by something. Okay. But uh, yeah, so that's that's the plot of Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any specific stories that you would like to touch upon? From the elevators, <laughs> uh, I mean,
0: I could just I could break down like the basics of the elevators. Okay, sitch. sure. <laughs> the elevators, sitch. Uh huh. Um, so yes, Patrick Stewart's in this, and he yes. is a rich dude building a new building where like the top five floors are all going to be his penthouse, uh-huh. and he's just your typical like ah, you're fired, or you do my, do it my way, or you're fired, or you know, just yelling at everybody, kind of thing. very
1: sc- scroogey. Um, also kind of cockney. Yeah, a little bit. He's not normal Picard voice. He's, no. He's more street urchin, but filthy rich. <laughs> sure. Yeah, filthy rich street urchin. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's
0: yelling, he, you know, basically yelling at people like making deals close and all this on Christmas Eve. And everyone's like, hey, it's Christmas Eve. Maybe we can't reach these people. And he's like, I don't care. Uh, and goes like to leave the mm-hmm. his uh, work in progress building and, and goes down like the construction elevator you know, hanging off the side. And so he gets trapped in that by himself. Mm -hmm. Um, Meanwhile, there is (laughs) one in a hospital uh, where Gary Cole, as you mentioned, uh, I guess, Larry King's wife, Mm -hmm. two dipshit male nurse guys. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh uh, Orderlies, disorderlies. um, (laughs) And a lady who has just come out of surgery that did not go well. Right. uh, Who is, you know, asleep for most of it. Yes. Um, So that's that's another elevator. Um, there's another elevator that has Napoleon Dynamite and his uh, boss or some sort of boss uh-huh. who has recently fired him on Christmas Eve while whilst giving no fucks. Yes. Um, like interrupts him. Like it's a it's a weird situation all around. Like he uh, brings him into his office and he's got a chair nailed down to the floor <laughs> facing away from his desk, mm-hmm. like facing to the side. Yep. It's like some bullshit power play thing. Like you know what will you do? You can't actually sit and face me. Mm-hmm. I don't know but the guy like takes a call about a fantasy football midway through the conversation. But as Napoleon dynamite was leaving, he like gets trapped in the elevator with this guy, John heater, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, and there's another elevator. I don't really understand where this one is, but there is a super nerdy guy. There's a obsessive compulsive dude, some mildly scary bodybuilder dude in a, like a sexy santa costume Uh -uh. (laughs) and two dingbat girls like like oh my god girls you know and yeah party girls yeah and then there's one other elevator that just has two people in it a photographer and a quiet mousy girl Mm -hmm. i think that's all the elevators yeah that's what, five elevators? I think so. But
1: you mentioned the orchestra elevator. Oh, no, I did not mention oh, the orchestra okay, yeah, elevator. yeah, oh, or, shit. There's an elevator filled with an orchestra. You're
0: right. Yes. <laughs> they were going to, uh, I don't know, the Met to play, the sure. museum, yeah. I suppose. Um, that's what you do. I mean, that's the Metropolitan Opera. Yeah. I don't know. But the Met, when you're in New York, means the museum. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, stuff there. Yes, but like there's several members of an orchestra mm-hmm. in there. Yeah man i am already tired to talk about this movie okay so like <laughs> one thing i'll say about this movie is like it's not awful but like it's it flirts with like that that richard linklater just sit and talk mm-hmm. you know thing but it's fucking exhausting like and i can't i can't completely put my finger on it like i didn't hate this movie but like by the time it's over it's just like oh god just stop talking and like <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's because like every single situation, no matter how smart the people seem to be, it's like we'll pass the time by talking about ridiculous shit instead of like having any kind of
1: plan about getting out of the elevator. Mm-hmm. Like they're every they're everybody... filling time with talking about nothing. Right. It's just dialogue for the sake of dialogue yeah. none of it's really even christmas related like no this being at christmas eve doesn't really matter much
0: other than psycho santa guy that's yeah. about it and then the fact that like everyone was where they were because of something like sure. the orchestra was going to perform yeah. christmas eve thing but they
1: could have been going to perform that ocd anything. guy was
0: going to give that mm-hmm. uh art tour at the met yeah um yeah i mean it's just like it's all kind of circumstantial that it happens to be Christmas Eve because yeah. they're all just like living their New York yuppie lives, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I don't know. Do you you have anything to contribute? Like, So this is the first movie I completely quit on. Okay. I just I fucking bailed on this movie hard. I just right. I got to the point where. The two med techs decided they were going to start jabbing each other in the neck with uh, syringes mm-hmm. while the doctor and the nurse lady just sit there and go, hmm, this is fun. Mm-hmm. And just thought, what in the actual fuck is going on here? These people have been in an elevator for two hours and now they're jabbing each other in the neck with syringes. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, yeah, cool, do that. I was just like, that coupled with the like this, that running undercurrent of doctor and nurse lady debating about whether or not there's a god. I was like, oh, okay, it's one of those movies. Yeah. Uh, and then coupled with the one elevator where it was just basically the sexual assault elevator of the guy who would not leave the girl alone just like the girl just being like please stop talking to me and him just like now I'm a photographer and I will violently take your picture and ha ha, ha I'll tease you with a candy bar and it's just like dude fuck leave her alone <laughs> I just I bailed so fucking hard on this I couldn't stand it okay it was I it, it's Everything that Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart is in this movie alone, basically in Mm -hmm. a green screen room somewhere. And it's weird because like almost all like 90
0: percent of his shots look black and white. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it is. It's just
1: it's it's because of the lack of power in the area. So it's just like moonlight or whatever it is. But yeah, it's
0: I mean, just occasionally it would cut to him and it like it looked like it was in a different movie because it looked like this weird black and white, almost mm-hmm. Sin City-esque green screen thing, you know.
1: Yeah, and he's I mean, he's in a construction elevator, so the, there's a, like an open-faced mm-hmm. exit. There's there's nothing preventing him from just tumbling out. Well, of there stuff. wasn't.
0: And then there's a point where he is like getting angry and kicking at it mm-hmm. and kicks the one okay. side open. Okay. So yes, he's sitting there with like... Because there know. was a
1: point where he was just plummeting to his death and just like the elevator just kept falling and mm-hmm. falling. and So he's hanging out of it and screaming at... I guess people who were there to help him Uh, sure but threatening to fire them (laughs) for whatever reason because he's angry rich guy no i just man i don't know what it was but i i I tuned out of this pretty quickly and then was just like got to a point where i was like nah, i'd rather do anything else than finish this movie so i don't know did did they all live um (laughs) yeah they did okay that's good Good, good everybody's fine okay we're all fine here (laughs) Great, fantastic. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I I didn't hate it. Hate it. That's, I just uh, like,
1: I, I said, like I said. I can't explain it. I don't know exactly what it was that just made me that angry. But I was just like, man, just no. This the. I guess maybe it was the lack of Christmas, and it was uh, offending me because it wasn't fitting the theme, even though it's right there. Sure. It just. I don't know. It just seemed infuriating. And plus, anything Napoleon Dynamite is in just really makes my brain hurt. I just. I the fact that he continues to have a career and still play the same guy is just irritating to me. Okay. So,
0: well, according to, uh, I don't know, one of those things on YouTube that get in your face, uh, screen rant looper, one of those, uh-huh. like, here's why Napoleon, John heater can't work in oh. Hollywood. Oh. oh, so apparently, apparently he no doesn't one will hire him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched it. I'm just saying it's, <laughs> it's one of those obnoxious things that pops up when you visit YouTube. It's like, sure. Hey, you've watched the thing about a movie before. <laughs> yeah. We're targeting you now. Yeah. You like movies. So maybe he's not. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's weird because like, at times it, it flirted into conversations I was interested in. And then other times it was like, just fuck all y'all. <laughs> like, please, I hope you die in these elevators. Um, yeah, I, I think I just kept waiting for like something... Some interesting sort of like love,
1: actually cross blend thing to happen, and it's it's so barely there. Yeah, I mean, I understand there were some cursory connections to all these people in the various elevators, but it's but then
0: there's ones that are like set up and then they don't mean anything. Like there were some that really annoyed me. (laughs) Like, okay, so God, I don't, I almost don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. But Psycho Santa guy, the sexy Santa guy in the Uh elevator has tattoos that yes. represent different people and the 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 airheaded girls keep asking him about the one on his chest right and it's basically like a sailor on a boat like really stupidly cartooned and mm-hmm. then there's like a really dumb mermaid on one side that's okay. saying like she loves me yeah and then they cut to the orchestra elevator and there's like the weird sort of like i don't know not ocd but like Paranoid uh, cellist. Yeah. Like she's got one that says like loves me not or something like that. And it's like the same kind of art. There is no connection between them by the end of the movie. No. Like if maybe it's inferred, but they no. There is no connection.
1: (laughs) But (laughs) like Napoleon Dynamite was related to Patrick Stewart, right?
0: Yes. He is Patrick Stewart's son and also the husband of the um No, I'm sorry, the husband of the 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 dying girl in the hospital elevator was the super science smart guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What a fun connection. They all have <laughs> being all stuck in an elevator on Christmas Eve, not together. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I guess I, I was also waiting for like a love actually kind of thing. And I was just like, Oh, this, they no, can't do it, that. It, I mean, what if they all really... get out of the elevator and just be like, Hey, I was also stuck in an elevator. No, they
0: kind of like cross paths and it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not important at okay. all. Um,
1: yeah, sounds good. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Well, let's just stop talking about it. Okay, <laughs> let's just move on. Uh, after we rate it, obviously, I'm giving it five bags because I couldn't stand it. So that's just kind of a default if I turn it off. <laughs> I just can't can't say anything good about it. So sure. Um, yeah,
0: I don't know. I think I'm only going to give it two bags. Like I still would say, don't watch it. But yeah, it, it didn't. I don't know. It didn't offend me. It just it's. It's kind of like a nothing like like a like a really poor Richard Linkletter talkie movie rip off thing and not not particularly
1: good. The problem is that none of the talking is interesting
0: and Yeah, it, it like it circles around it at times but mm-hmm. it, it never gets there yeah It's strange because like it sounds like the, the the pairing that you like the least is maybe the one I found the most interesting. The, by by the end, the the, the photographer, nurse? the no, the photographer oh, oh. guy and the and the girl, like oh. by the end, like
1: no, that was weirding me out.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, and she was Napoleon Dynamite's girlfriend, the mousy one. Yeah,
1: of course. Is she going to dump him for photographer boy? Uh, who had a cigarette case full of chewing gum? <laughs> no, not really. No,
0: not necessarily. Well, I mean, you know, anything can happen.
1: <laughs> but uh, find out on New
0: Year's Eve, the, the follow up movie. Um, where they all get trapped in elevators a week later.
1: <laughs> I can't believe the same thing happened to the same people twice.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. it's uh, it's not good, but it's not. It didn't like offend me or okay. anything. I finished it.
1: All right, yeah, good, good on you. There's Just, a
0: really dumb like mid credit scene that's like so fucking stupid. It like <laughs> it's it, well, it's it's so dumb that like it almost. Invalidates the almost seriousness that movie started to come around to. Uh huh. That it's just like, what the fuck is this? It involves photographer guy, and apparently he goes back to his roommate or wherever he was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really dumb. It's one of the dumbest, like, post credit or mid credit sequence I've ever seen in my life.
1: All yeah. right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's move on. Okay, uh, 1985, Santa Claus the Movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, an Alexander Salkind production. Uh, Anilia. And yeah, I mean, this is yes,
0: the Superman
1: folks. Yeah, and this is Santa Claus origin story for the first half of the film. Anyway, I mm-hmm. um, rate it. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> no, wait. Um, so. Uh, it, it's, uh, directed from, uh, the director of Supergirl, because mm-hmm. this is later Alexander Salkine era when they were not very good. Superman 3, Supergirl, mm-hmm. eh. Uh, also the director of Jaws 2, which isn't bad. That no. movie's alright. And the writer of, like, Bonnie and Clyde and some other really well- And all well-knowns. the yeah. Superman movies, yeah. I mean, like there's a lot of talent here mm-hmm. going on. Including uh, Santa Claus himself. Uh-huh. It's the big Lebowski. Yes, he is. <laughs> the, the actual, not Jeffrey. Not no, Jeff, not, Jeff not Jeffrey Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah. What is his name? Tom? Da- no, David da- Hiddleston. <laughs> not tom Hiddleston. No. David Hiddleston. Correct. Ah, that's confusing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say that is a good choice. Yeah. He, he's a well-cast Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh Also, along for the writer, Dudley Moore, who plays an elf named Patch. Mm-hmm. And John Lithgow, who we'll get to in the second half of this film, because he doesn't have fuck all to do in the first half of this movie. Because, like I said, this is the Santa Claus origin story, which starts way, way long time ago. And mm-hmm. it's just about a dude named Claus who's just like, he's a good guy. And it's whatever yeah, Nordic a, land they're I'm in.
0: A, I don't know, wood, woodworker yeah. who likes bringing gifts to kids. Yeah, he's like, just like, it feels good. we can't good. have kids ourselves.
1: Yeah, it feels good to give presents. Hmm.
0: And it's the alternative path that Raising Arizona could have taken <laughs> instead of like, let's steal a baby. It's just like, well, we can't have babies. Let's give gifts to all the other kids. Yeah,
1: no, that's not what Arizona. They went the yeah. other way with it and just stole a baby. But, <laughs> but this guy, no, he's a good guy. He's like, let's just make presents and give them out and we'll feel good that way.
0: Yeah. And they venture out between, well, they make it to their first, yep. like. Orphanage? I don't know what the hell it was. It was just a shitload like of kids. like a big
1: family house. and shitload of kids yeah. in this place. Um, and they're all just huddled in a corner. Yeah.
0: And then they're <laughs> like, they don't you die. probably shouldn't leave because <laughs> there's a really bad blizzard. And they're like, ah, we'll be fine. i got to get to
1: this other I've got and...
0: two of my famous re- eight reindeer. I don't care which two. Richard Donner and mm-hmm. somebody else. I don't know. Yep. Donner and Blitzen. Yeah, Donner and Blitzen. Yeah. I think
1: those were the two that he had. <laughs> uh, which, by the way, the reindeer... For the most part, there are some actual reindeer in this, but uh, for the most part, they're animatronic mm-hmm. and they're really good. Yeah, they're for 1985. I mean, granted, this movie costs like 50 million dollars, mm-hmm. but the animatronic reindeer in this are pretty good.
0: Yeah, but um, they're like the people at there are the first stop are like, you probably should yeah. not go. It's a really bad blizzard. And they are like, we'll be fine. Ah, and and <laughs> they basically go out, and the reindeers freeze past the second marker, and mm-hmm. uh, we see Santa Claus in hell. No, wait. I mean, it's a different movie. They basically like the reindeers like collapse, and they're like they start to go into you know cold sleep.
1: They kind of die. They, they possibly die <laughs> because then like the heavens open up, and the North Star comes down, and you know the the Northern Lights open up, and then this this just the force of elves shows up, and it's just like, hey, it's your time now. Welcome, Is it a grip of elves, uh, murder uh, murder, and, of murder of elves. Murder of elves? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's what yes, so that's what it, that's, is. Yes, that's what yes, it yes. is. Yeah. But they're all just like, welcome. Now it's you're coming with us and we got something to show you. Mm-hmm. And so they just go off to this, this giant village and just here's a tour of where n- no one's being asked anything. It's just like, welcome to your new home and your new job. This mm-hmm. is what you're going to do. By the way, you're a god now, just like all of us. We all live forever now. So mm-hmm. here we are. We are all gods. Yep. And eventually
0: they curt out a card out a uh, Burgess Meredith who's oh, like,
1: oh man, like ancient elf. Well, so I mean, it's a long run up. Oh, yes, before I mean, there is just here's look at the workshop, look at all the, the, the assembly line, look at all mm-hmm. the things we do. The production design in this movie is insane, like the things that they built for maybe like a shot or two are insane, and they have a thousand short actors working in this place who are constantly do they i mean like they're shorter they're not no they're not they're not little people but they're they're all dudley moore sized which i was gonna (laughs) say i appreciate
0: the fact that they didn't have to do anything to dudley moore to make him an elf
1: (laughs) exactly they're all basically dudley moore sized people Mm -hmm. and they're constantly just working and dancing and just moving about in a coordinated manner that just like from a production standpoint was making my head hurt because i couldn't like, to, to map all this out was just making me insane. But, you know, that's mm-hmm. what they spent the money on. But, yeah, so then it, it comes time for it to be Christmas. And they've got this j- just gigantic runway that Santa will just load up and shoot down this runway. But before they do that, that's when, like, you know, just all of a sudden this angelic music starts playing. And they look over and just being escorted down the path is Burgess Meredith. Which I... I kind of thought he was like the previous Santa. That's what I thought too. But but no, they he's just they, the elder. Yeah, elf. they <laughs> they credit him as ancient elf, yeah. and I'm like, huh, all right, yeah. So I guess he was like super old before they all became gods. <laughs> sure, maybe because <laughs> they're not supposed to age. But uh, but yeah, man, Burgess Meredith looking just epic as fuck just comes out. He's only got like eight lines of dialogue in this movie, but it is just like this. I like you thought it was like going to be this passing of the torch thing, mm-hmm. but it's not. But it's still pretty dope and then it's just like all right santa claus time let's do this and so then it's a montage over the the centuries really of mm-hmm. santa just doing his thing um but that's the first half of the movie i mean it is just this epic build up to the first christmas and then after that it is just this montage through time
0: um yeah i mean it's it's weird cuz it's so very similar to the first superman movie yes
1: it it absolutely is and it's it it's epic in every possible way that mm-hmm. was um, But then eventually I mean,
0: Superman's split into three very distinct parts of the movie, basically. Yeah. But this is like two, but very similar thing of like, you know, here's thing. Here's origin story. Mm-hmm. We're going to hang around here for quite literally half the movie. And
1: yeah. then I mean, there are times where I was like, this could have been almost a discarded Superman script, especially when they get to the second half, because like the super villainy that starts happening is some straight up movie Superman mm-hmm. kind of stuff. They so the second half basically gets to modern day, and well, I don't know modern day nineteen eighty five, yeah. And it's though it's funny
0: because I didn't realize that at first yeah. because like <laughs> I, I I thought we were like they don't give you a title card no. right away, and the first kid you see in quote unquote modern day is you see um what's your name Cornelia mm-hmm. she's a rich she's the rich girl but she's also like an orphan.
1: Kind of, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they establish she's an orphan. Like, she lives with... She's been taken
1: care of by her step-uncle.
0: Sure. But not really, because it's mostly just a nanny that's there most of the time. Yeah. But, which, yeah, I'm trying to figure out step-uncle. That's, like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how
1: how the law figured that out. but.
0: um, But, like, so there's her, but, like, everything they do to show her seems like it's almost like 19th century mm-hmm. like the house she lives in and you know and then there's like an actual street urchin named Joe who again doesn't give a, like nothing about his clothing gives him away as like no. modern day like I mean, he's kind could have
1: been like from the 30s yeah
0: because he's kind of yeah he's got like that weird it's not a newsboy cap but it's close yeah. so it's like he's got like a hat. picture picture a street
1: kid from the 30s and it's right. this kid yeah. I mean it's <laughs> he's, he's not an 80s street
0: kid. no and so like <laughs> And then all of a sudden you realize that they're in modern times. It's like, oh, yeah, okay,
1: all right. Yeah, because you see, like some some, you see like a McDonald's, and mm-hmm. you see like n- newspapers right. and you know yeah, things where you are like, oh, all right, here's right, yeah. Because
0: he walks up and is like looking in the window, like, yeah. oh, you're <laughs> eating McNuggets.
1: I want some of those, man.
0: I want some nugs. Can, <laughs> I, can I tweet and get some
1: nugs? <laughs> they took these extras to a McDonald's and just loaded them the fuck up with food because everyone is just shoveling McDonald's in their mouth, mm-hmm. and this kid is just like, <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. So here we are. Urchin kid, uh, rich or orphan girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we kind of go to like a. Um, what is. No. It's a
0: congressional hearing, was where we're introduced to John That's Lithgow. Right.
1: Yeah, because, man. So <laughs> there's this congressional hearing where they. So John Lithgow is just the sweatiest, oiliest man you've ever seen. Just like yeah, that guy's a, pe- a slice of fuck. I mean, that guy is obviously the worst. And they're trotting out these these toys that his company makes. <laughs> it's
0: like he actually made the toys from the the Saturday Night Live sketch.
1: Yes, exactly. Man. It, was that Dan Aykroyd that did those? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like the Johnny Space Commander. Right.
0: <laughs> because like first one is like a doll, and they're like, "Is this this is this is the doll that's for kids?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's right. That's yep. the something something." Like, and then they're like, "Like, I don't know why, but they light a cigarette." And then throw it at the toy, and it just...
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, that shouldn't happen. And you're like, oh, your honor, it just displays the dangers of smoking. (laughs) But they bring out, like, this teddy bear, pull its head off, and turn it upside down, and just nails and glass and sawdust pour out of this thing, which... I get. Yeah, you're supposed to, The implication is supposed to be this is a cheaply made thing. But, geez, aren't like nails and glass like more expensive than just whatever stuffing you would put into it? Well, you'd think they'd, ju- they'd stick to
0: chest sawdust. I mean, that's why I was saying it was like they purposely went and made the Dan Aykroyd toys. It's like, yeah, it's a bag of glass.
1: <laughs> but he's, man, John Lithgow is just like, well, I had no idea. We should, I'll fire whoever's in charge of that line, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, he's just owner of the shittiest toy company known to man but somehow is huge you yeah, know. yeah it's a giant conglomerate of whatever so yeah he leaves there
0: and goes home and is like we're ruined we need you know pr and mm-hmm. uh, leave me alone i gotta think about what to do with the future
1: yeah but meanwhile at uh meanwhile at, at the hall of <laughs> santa <laughs> yes uh there has santa came home one christmas and was just like boy i'm tired and they're like, well, you need an assistant, so here's two elves, choose one, and it's Dudley Moore, who's like, just inventor elf, I want to modernize and do all this cool shit, and the other elf is just like, nah, man, just do it the same old way, mm-hmm. and I'll just stand there with a clipboard, and and, <laughs> and supervise, and I'll be your assistant. So, Dudley Moore puts together some weird, like, just, you know, assembly line mechanical thing to build shit, mm-hmm. um, and Santa's like, yeah, that's pretty sweet, let's do that, so... Dudley Moore becomes the uh, the <laughs> the head elf. Yep. But
0: <laughs> there's there's one like one shot that shows that the toys aren't getting made right. Yeah. Because there's like a hobby horse or whatever that goes through, <laughs> and it's supposed to have four uh, screws put in, and they just all completely yep. miss. Yep. Which is funny because it's like what the fuck was holding it together in the first place? Right, right, exactly. Like, why didn't it just come out and go, hey, this isn't working? Like, as soon as you pick it up. But one Christmas gets delivered with these bum toys, and it's like kids riding down the street, and the toys falling apart on them.
1: And Man, th- it, this one, like, street where all these kids are playing with their, like, 18th century toys, and one kid's pulling a wagon, and just, like, the wagon comes apart and starts rolling down the street, and this fucking school bus just turns a corner out of nowhere, and It's not the toy's fault, but this school bus murders this wagon, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and everyone on the street is just like, rah. So, apparently, there's a a weird return system to where, like, just... (laughs) pieces of crap toys just start f- shooting down santa's chimney well, if you write a letter to
0: santa it just automatically whoosh, yes, flies away totally and, and lands in the chimney yeah i guess that's like their their mail shoot yeah. in santa world
1: so if you just go rah stupid toy yeah, and do- they're
0: like throw <laughs> these shitty santa toys away and they all come like yeah. crashing down and they're like what is this broken toys yeah and basically patch gets well gets Get fired slash he quits. He's, he's going to be
1: fired, but then he's just like, oh, I get it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> turn in my apron. Yeah. And he does the sad, like, you know, make a bindle and walk mm-hmm. away. You yeah. Know?
1: And then he elf magics t- straight into New York City, and- which
0: I do appreciate. There's that shot where he just goes wink yeah, and like appears <laughs> right by this couple and they just look like, what the fuck? And then just keep on walking. I'm like, yep, that's New York. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
1: laughs> Can't be bothered with that shit. Yeah. But he lands in like in front of a storefront for John Lithgow's shitty toys, and the toys are all being recalled and mm-hmm. pulled out of there. But he's like, "Wow, if those toys are moving that fast, he must be, you know, the the Santa of the real world. I must go work for him." Mm-hmm. And he basically just shows up in John Lithgow's office and elfs around and mm-hmm. and. Drives John Lithgow crazy. Also, the there world.
0: are lots of elf puns. Yeah, like, yes, like elf control and anytime I'm, the, the I'm word elf self taught. is, yeah. <laughs> is taught. to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that it, it. Dudley Moore will say it. Mm-hmm. If it's a self hyphenated something, it is going to be changed to elf something. But mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, he shows up in John Lithgow's office and mm-hmm. is
0: just. He's like, I've got, I've got this new thing. It'll be the perfect toy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what's it going to cost? He's like, uh, nothing. Like, <laughs> cost? What does that mean? And he's like, he's like, well, how many people do we work at the factory? He's like, not. Nah, yeah. I can do it by myself. And he's like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, this is John Lithgow at his most acting. Like, he is so over the top. He's just like. You mean it'll be free? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just constant. Like every sentence just comes out of his bowels. John Lithgow just... <laughs> so good in this movie. It's, like,
0: it's disgusting how good John Lithgow is in this movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> there was one.
0: There was one thing where he, um, Dudley Moore is saying like, "How are we going to get this out?" And he's like, "Well, you know." How, you know I want to get out there and he's like well the way to do that is be on TV and he's like okay what channel and He's like all the channels and like he's just like <laughs> it's like, do you realize how much this is a cost and he's like well what are we charge for it he's like free and he's like I think he's drinking something and just takes
1: like free yes
0: yeah and then all of a sudden he's like wait a second this will be the best PR ever oh we'll capture this Christmas and we'll take the next one by storm
1: it's amazing how how is like yeah, this will repair our image and then we could destroy it again. <laughs> no one will know. But yeah, so he's like, Yeah, sweet, let's do this and then he's you know, he's got like a helper guide, Jenkins or whatever, and he's <laughs> just like, Come on, Jenkins, that we'll we'll just we'll change it up next year and charge two hundred dollars for it and everyone will love the thing. And so I guess the thing is just a lollipop. Mm-hmm. He's just like, this is the coolest shit. It's a lollipop. But and it's got, you know, it's got some, Santa magic. It's in got it. some sparkle motion in it. And <laughs> yeah, because they, early on, it was revealed how they, how they get the reindeer to fly, which is basically give them drugs. <laughs> it's yeah, it's special <laughs> sparkle drugs that they feed to the reindeer and the reindeer just go, what? <laughs> and just fucking go crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's M.D.A. Uh, M.D. Moss. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so apparently Patch had, you know, a handful of that, and he's just going to sprinkle it over all the lollipops in the land and, and give it to children. And so what this lollipop ends up doing is giving kids the, not the ability to fly so much, but just kind of levitate around mm-hmm. and defy gravity. Sure. Uh, which... I, no one thought it was a bad idea and everyone thinks this is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, kids
0: can reach the cookies on the top of the refrigerator yeah, and stuff.
1: There's a montage of kids doing stupid shit. Especially one kind of really bad racist thing out of a basketball court where it's just like, hey, there's black people in this movie. Of course they're playing basketball. Oh
0: yeah, I <laughs> did pick up
1: on that, but all right. <laughs> um, but like somewhere in there, like Santa has like during the Christmas Eve thing is just like uh-oh, I, there's someone being sad down there in New York City. I got to see what that's all about. Um and he goes and picks up Joe. He's just like, hey, Joe, what do you know? And mm-hmm. all that. Um, it's like, well, and he's like completely doesn't understand. Like, come on. There have obviously been, there's been a homeless kid at some point over the century, Santa. But he's just acting like, what do you mean you don't have a home? That's that's crazy. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I don't have anywhere to go. So he's like, well, come with me and we'll deliver toys. So, mm-hmm. They fly around, deliver toys, and... Yeah, th- this is where it gets a little weird, because... <laughs> well, I'm just saying, because, like, he hangs out, and
0: he's like, Dude, this is awesome. I totally believe in Santa now, because I hung out with him and gone flying around,
1: you know... Well, I like that stuff. Santa pops up next to him, next to a, a burning trash can. Sure. <laughs> he's just like, Hey, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Get out of here! this trash and can! I'm gonna
0: jump ahead and then jump back, <laughs> but, like, you know, he, he's down with Santa now, and, like, Santa mm-hmm. comes back the next year, and it's like, the kid didn't... Nobody's age. No, yeah. A year goes
1: by, nobody ages.
0: (laughs) These kids are of the age that, like, a year goes by, he should be six inches taller at least, and whatever. Same kid. But there is a point where we have irresponsible Santa who is like, hey, Joe, you want to (laughs) fly? And he hands him the reins. Yeah. And, well, not, not before, like, being irresponsible in and of himself because there's no delicate way to put this. Santa decides that he needs to try his. Famous loop-de-loop, whatever move.
1: Triple loop-de-dum-dee, yeah. whatever. <laughs> whatever dumb thing he says. That when he says it to the reindeer, the reindeer are like... Oh, no.
0: Because, <laughs> yeah, one of them is... It's one of his two original ones is, like, super bashful and, yeah. like, is the one... Honestly, the one that fucks this move up because, <laughs> like, they're all with it. And then he covers his eyes like... I'm scared. Yeah. And then, like, messes this up so it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there is no... Re- like, you could go practice this anywhere... But he's beginning the arch of the loop, flying at run of
1: the World Trade Center towers. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, they are flying right towards it, and huh. it's it's like, I my notes were like I was writing a note before that started happening. I was like Santa, you don't have time to be futzing around with this street urchin. Also, please don't aim for the World Trade Center. <laughs> Yeah, there I was, mean, I, I was typing the first part, and then I look up and I go, "Oh God, no, <laughs>
0: please!" Like, like there's no reason. Like that's just a whole extra element of danger for no reason. Like, yeah, it's like do s- do a loop, de loop where it's empty, not flying yeah. right out of. A- a large building. Yeah, I mean, and I also it. an inappropriate you've got, one.
1: Yeah, you've got all these aerials of of New York because you shot for Metop- Metropolis there. I get that, right. but it' like, come on, guys, because yeah. the, like the later, the second half of this movie almost entirely takes place in New York. It's mm-hmm. it's strange that that becomes the only place where there's Christmas. Sure, um, but yeah, so that's. Yikes! That's that's. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: but anyway, bad. then he hands the, the the reins to Joe, and he's like, "Hey, look, it's the Brooklyn Bridge. Let's fucking fly <laughs> yeah. under it." You tub me shit, eh? And so, like,
1: I don't know why, but he
0: lets his kid like yeah. fly the reindeer yeah. under the bridge, and like, let's go Buzz Billy's house. I'm yeah. huh? fuck
1: that kid, eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. Anyway, the, everybody survives. It's fine. It's and, fine. Yeah,
1: and I I do like that, man. So like Santa goes home, and it's just like. Well, I met this special boy. I'm going to carve him this th- <laughs> this wood carving mm-hmm. for next Christmas. He'll love it. And he's it like, no, Santa. He's like a house. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't want that. That's dumb. <laughs> it's it's the 20th century. No one wants a wood carving anymore. <laughs> like, all your toys are so hopelessly out of date. Mm-hmm. Um, but he
0: gives it to him, and he's very happy. And someone points out that it, it looks like Patch. Yeah. I it, it mean, it's a patch yeah, carving. So it's a
1: weird connection to yeah. get from point A to point B. So Pat,
0: somewhere between one Christmas, patch is quite quit hooked up with john lithgow made the lollipops that were distributed the same christmas that santa was like ah, i don't know if anyone cares about me anymore because like it's so weird like santa's like there's competition uh, i'm sad because <laughs> he sees the lollipop under his first stop and it's like
1: yeah he's immediately bummed like because dudley,
0: goes- dudley moore has also
1: crafted a <laughs> sleigh jalopy <laughs> it's, i don't know it's, it's a it's a supercar it's it's you know it's whatever but
0: mm-hmm. yeah he's he's made a chitty chitty bang bang powered by yeah. you know the christmas magic dust and yes
1: which when john lithgow watches that thing take off he is just the most stoked person i've ever seen mm-hmm. he's just like this is the best but yeah so like santa when he when he sees these lollipops is just like ah it's all he basically goes home it's like it's all over the world's changed everything's fucked and mm-hmm. it's just like no dude <laughs> but
0: he did give joe his thing and joe's like cool this is awesome yeah. i will put this on my mantle and he's like Oh, no, wait. I won't, Santa, because I'm fucking homeless.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Thanks for this. I'll throw it in this bin fire that was keeping me warm for this Christmas.
1: Yeah. This will burn real good. Fucking asshole. Is, will this burn forever with this extra heat in the trash can? Yeah.
0: Is this made of evergreen wood? Yeah. Fucking burn forever? All right. But, but, but like John go. this is a roaring success. Everyone's like, I need more lollipops. My, my kids like to fly. The kids are going nuts for it. So, like, the very last part of this movie takes place, like, after Christmas. And between John Lithgow has decided, like, hey, crank up this, you know, thing some more. We'll make a new product, uh, mm-hmm. candy canes. Yeah. That are, you know, we're going to crank up the, uh, the Santa juice on put, this. Put extra
1: Santa juice. And on so them.
0: kids can straight up fly. Yeah. And I want it done by March by 25th. March, tw- March 25th. Because we're going to have Christmas
1: 2. Man, when he, the camera zooms in on him and he's sitting in his chair and he just gets up and is just like, christmas true <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like man you were just the best actor <laughs> like, oh, mm-hmm. i love you but yeah when he's d- he's just like a sequel <laughs> <laughs> and joe Urchin kid has basically
0: gotten sick probably because he doesn't have a house and he lives outside <laughs> and like he's been like kind of sneaking food from the rich girl like they're kind of friends yeah but in secret He's
1: constantly um, just being sad outside her window, right. and she's like, oh, hi, here's yeah. my hideous leftovers. <laughs> right.
0: um, and so, like, he goes over there, and she's like, what's the matter? Oh, you're sick, yeah. and, like, you need to come stay in the basement because nobody lives here. Right. And, of course, they're down there, and they overhear, because, yes, the big reveal is John Lithgow is her uncle, her step-uncle.
1: It's a ridiculous reveal. Like, it is, like, the most, like, camera weaving through a room mm-hmm. to get to his chair so he could spin around and reveal himself, and you're like... Yeah, okay, that's of course who it is. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> who else was it going to be?
0: <laughs> but so they overhear his plot of like we're going to do this and oh oh because the the assistant guy comes running over in the middle of the night and is like there's a problem with the candy canes. They were they have to be we've been keeping them refrigerated but they got next to a furnace and and they exploded and there's no more lab. And he's like, "Well, how dare people have a furnace?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then he's just like, "Well, I'll tell you what we'll do." We're going to make all this money in Christmas, too, mm-hmm. in cash and small bills, unmarked bills. And we're going to just we'll we're going we're gonna to fuck off to <laughs> Brazil where there's no extradition treaty and we'll leave the elf to take all the blame. He's like, how's that sound? And he's like, that sounds good. Yeah, sir.
1: that sounds great.
0: And but of course, the kids hear it. And Joe gets caught mm-hmm. by the Driver, I guess, like he, driver was like wearing like a security guard uniform for some reason. Sure. But he's the only other one there and like throws them in their car and yeah. takes them back to the headquarters. Meanwhile, the girl like hides. Mm-hmm. So she hurriedly writes a letter to Santa, which, of course, gets immediately <laughs> delivered. Um, Joe's in trouble. Yeah, Joe's in trouble. You got to come help. For whatever reason, two of the reindeer are sick. I, it doesn't really even matter, except I think one of them, I, I think it was the two original ones, which yeah. meant they left Freddy cat reindeer behind. <laughs> right yeah so the only thing that really matters here is just
1: so he only has six reindeer and yeah he's like
0: i gotta go yeah gotta go and um so he shows up at her in her room and, and she's like we gotta go rescue joe and mm-hmm. um they they do um <laughs> but like they get there like simultaneous joe actually got out because he's been yelling and patch heard him mm-hmm. and let him out and is like hey you want to come take a ride with me on my sweet ass like you know flying jalopy car and he's like yeah, yeah cool yeah i'm friends with santa he's like you know santa great like I'm just doing this so that, you know, like, I can prove that I'm a good elf to him. And...
1: <laughs> and unfortunately, the trunk of his supercar is loaded with candy canes. Well, Yeah, he's about to go make the deliveries. And... Which is, of course, right next to the engine. So mm-hmm. that's bad. Yeah, For various reasons. So, yeah,
0: Santa <laughs> sees them taking off and is like, we've got to catch up to them. And it's just...
1: They just fly to the Arctic for he's, some he's reason. He's two <laughs> reindeer
0: down. So, you know, like, he can't seem to catch up to the flying car. And the flying car starts to explode. And... For literally no reason, the only way to save them is by doing the loop-de-loop move. Uh-huh. It There's no reason to do this move nope. at all. like They actually catch up to him and fly under them. And it's like, jump. You're right there. Jump. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't. Nope. Because uh, you have to like, loop-de-loop over them while they explode and are falling through the air. And then loop-de-loop back around and ta-da, we <laughs> landed in the back of the sleigh. And,
1: yes, uh, all is well.
0: Yeah, John Lithgow gets arrested. and No, he doesn't get oh, arrested. No. Well, they come for him. They and... come for him, and he crams his mouth full of a whole bunch of the candy canes, and is like,
1: later, bye, and just flies <laughs> he, off. He flies off into space. Yes, he does. <laughs> i do love him cramming those candy canes into his mouth though he's just like i'll show you because <laughs> the cops man the cops outside are the most generic 1920s cops they're just like ah we know you're in there see come on out ah, hands and they up give there. Them, like no time whatsoever. no there's like like you turn the window and they're like
0: go <laughs> he's obviously not coming out even though i guess we were expecting him to jump through the window yeah
1: <laughs> man yeah, yeah. but uh, the the last shot of the movie is john lethgo just tumbling in space yeah. and
0: I, I it's more or less implied that uh at least for a year uh, santa and mrs claus have adopted the two orphans
1: mm-hmm. yeah man this movie just ends with like a punchline of just like what because like the the two kids are there and they're like santa can we just stay here for the rest of the year please and then like the head elf is like Well, I guess I'm a school teacher again, and they're like school, womp womp, and then everyone just starts dancing. You're like, what? (laughs) There's no setup to this, but oh, kids hate school, bah, boo, you know. But Mm -hmm. and then they just all dance around, and then you know, hooray, it's everything's fine in Santa's Village again. Mm -hmm. So
0: and Jolneth goes continuing to float out into
1: space. Yep, yeah, space go. The whole, like, Lithgo and Dudley Moore stuff was all, like, could have been a Superman subplot. Mm-hmm. That was, like, supervillain and hapless, you know, like, Richard Pryor, you know, it's like, guy's not evil, but he's being sort of commissioned to do something yeah, bad. Yeah, but, I mean,
0: he's also got the Buddy the Elf syndrome of, like, yeah. he just doesn't understand no, anything. he's and yeah, yeah, he's an idiot.
1: So, he doesn't understand the ways of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's Santa Claus the movie. Sure is. Uh... I do want to point out there's – so the movie is not – as far as like the Santa origin stuff, it's not too embarrassing with like presenting you with all the stuff you know already except for this one bit when they decide – like at first it was just all the kids get toys and then at some point there's a kid who's just fucking with a cat and Mm -hmm. his sister writes to Santa and says, you know, my brother's an asshole, don't give him any toys and this starts the whole naughty and nice thing. And there's just a moment where he's just like, okay, make that list. And then pause. I'll be checking it twice. And you're just like, ah, fuck. But they, they get a copy of the newspaper when Twas the Night Before Christmas is published. Mm-hmm. And they're reading it. And everyone's kind of having a good time. But they get to the part where they say Santa's got, you know, they basically say Santa's fat. Mm-hmm. and, and they Shake like a bowl full of jelly. And it. man, he is just so hurt by that. He is just. <laughs> well, the best payoff is the joke after.
0: Like, they read this and he's just like what and then he's just sitting there eating like pieces of celery and cauliflower (laughs)
1: Yes, yeah but man he's just so like genuinely hurt he's just like i'm fat (laughs) and they're like well you know it's all the cookies sent (laughs) and he's like but (laughs) even though he's not any bigger than he has been the entire movie but i thought that was a like a nice genuine thing instead of just like Mm -hmm. foisting
0: this well him just sitting there like just sadly eating the <laughs> celery and stuff was really funny to me. <laughs> like just, yes, <laughs> like there's just no shot. Like Mrs. Claus is in the background, like futzing around the kitchen and making something else, and he's just sitting at the table, like,
1: <laughs> yeah, and just like,
0: oh, I hate this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Um, by the way,
0: you're a mortal Santa. That probably means you can't change your form. You're you're kind of stuck like that. Yeah,
1: I, I mean who that's cares? how that's how
0: vampires work. They they don't grow older. You yeah. know, I'm thinking it's the same kind of magic.
1: Yeah, I mean, so what, dude? You're fat. Yeah. If anyone calls you fat, you just go, well, I'm going to live forever. You're going to be dead soon. <laughs> I'm fucking Santa. <laughs> I want to eat a fucking
0: buffet on your grave.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep making me them cookies. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is, I mean, this is really two different movies. Mm-hmm. It's the, the whole, here's Santa, like, origin story, and then it's just Santa has a mini adventure where he's not really the primary character in... Um, So in that regard, I, the, the first half of the movie is a better movie. The second half of the movie is a more entertaining movie because, because of John Lithgow, Mm -hmm. I, I wish they had developed that character more. They just kind of throw him in there and he's just, he's oily and evil. See, and, and that's the extent of it. Um, but I like, I like both pieces of the movie. I just don't think they mesh well together. Um, so I'm going to give this three jocks. I enjoyed it. And like I said, the production value is fucking insane for this movie. Um, I, I just wish somehow it had... It, it just it seems like everything in the second half is rushed. It's just like we're in 1985 and then suddenly Santa's just like, Ah, everything's fucked. I hate everything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to... The world is terrible now. But there's no real reason for that. <laughs> yeah. So...
0: Um, I think this is a two jocks movie. Okay. Um, it just happens to include an entire bonus one jocks performance by John Lothko. <laughs> right, because he's fucking awesome in this movie. Yes, he is. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of wish you just made one movie where he could have been in it the whole time. Yeah. and that, That's the only reason I think the second half of the movie is better is because he's along to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. The first half feels more like like a real movie. Whereas the second half is like jaunty adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I still, I still like this movie, but yeah, I, I'm going to go, I'll give it three jocks overall. Uh, funny thing is like, I'd seen this as a kid, but I mean, we're going on 30 years since I've ever seen this movie. Same here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why it didn't become like one of those things in a rotation. Cause I mean, I watched all the Superman movies a million times and yeah. this is tonally the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. everything about it. Um, there's, there's some weird musical choices along the way. It's, it's There's, like, songs, like, originally written songs for this movie that mm-hmm. are, I don't know, odd. They just, they don't, they, they feel like some sort of, like, show music. I can't quite explain it. They just don't feel right somehow. Well, the score is also done by Henry Mancini. <laughs> yeah. Which is something to note. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, David Huddleston is a, a, is a well-casted Santa Claus. Mm-hmm um there, there is
0: one bit of fanfare that like i had to look i was like shit is this john williams because there is one yeah, where it yeah. kicks in i was like yeah but it it's so williams-esque that i was like huh. absolutely that's when I, that's when i looked up i was like oh it's henry mancini <laughs>
1: okay well, that's odd and crazy yeah all right yeah um yeah that's it really that yeah. that's got nothing else but uh i meant to look up like i knew i knew how much it cost i really didn't i never there's not a lot of information on how much it made uh Oh it it looks like it did it made about half of that. That's a shame. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So we got one more week of this. we mm-hmm. We're going to end strong, I can feel it. Okay. okay. We've got we've got two movies here to wrap it up that are going to be that are going to be strong, I think. I hope. All right. That's that's just my prediction. <laughs> a strong finish. But yeah, we've uh, we didn't get any camp stories or anything, and no no Christmas stories. So, oh, we didn't really ask for Christmas stories. So. N- no, we we agreed early on that we didn't want them.
0: Because <laughs> like, well, I mean, everybody has Christmas that's Christmas like. Yeah. So the stories you tend to get are like because something awful happened on Christmas. It's right. it's the gremlin stories. So. Yes.
1: <laughs> there was murder and mayhem. Right. <laughs> one Christmas. Let me tell you all about it. I'm saying, like everybody at
0: one point probably has had a Christmas where they got right. something they really, really wanted and it made it awesome or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah,
1: not everybody had, a. Story, or, or so.
0: they, you know, have had awful family Christmas drama, mm-hmm. bullshit things. Yeah. Who knows? But we didn't care. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's not actual Christmas. It's, 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 it's in July. <laughs> yeah. This is Christmas
1: two. Yeah, exactly. In July. <laughs> so, uh, we will be back next week with our Christmas in July finale. And we hope you enjoy it as we hope you've enjoyed all these episodes available on Patreon. Uh, we thank you for throwing your dollar at us and we're spitting these things back out at you. Hope you're enjoying that. Ho, ho, hope you're enjoying. <laughs> so until next week, I'm Chuck and I'm Harlow and this is Bamcast extra out. Now it's winter and the snow is piling high. Let's change the holiday vacation far away. Next Christmas in July. There's nothing there but time Gin, tonic, and some lime Next Christmas in July Our blues are on the run We're soaking up the sun Next Christmas in July